Stocks are trying to hang in there today, but a Bitcoin's fate is more severe. Crypto's under pressure and BTC down 5.5% nearing the year date lows. Let's talk about it with Scott Bauer, CEO of Prosper Trading Academy. Uh, Scott, not looking too hot here for BTC. What do you think? Not at all. And, and uh, Ben and I just had a conversation this morning about Bitcoin and, and the fact that, Oliver, you and I have this conversation all the time, that when we see it consolidate, when we see it coil and just trade in a very tight range for a while, you can expect a massive move. I didn't think we were going to get this move as quickly as we did today, down, like you said, about 5%. There were about $75 million worth of liquidations today. And I correlate that right to what the dollar is doing and to where interest rates are. And that is no, you know, th th there is no um, thesis other than that correlation right now that I am sticking with. For nine months, a year, it's been Bitcoin versus the Qs, right? Versus the whole NASDAQ complex. Now we're seeing almost these daily moves coincide with rates. Yeah, and uh, as, uh, they coincide. What does that tell you, Scott? Does it at least make it more navigable as a trader? It, it does. It definitely does. And, and, you know, there's still a lot of longs out there. There's still a lot of bulls out there. There's positive funding rates, which tells you that, um, you know, the, the bulls are still there. But, yeah, it does, it does make it a little bit easier to trade, quite frankly. And, and the fact that it's a, a let's call it a $19,000 stock instead of thirty or forty or 50000 But, yes, that correlation because it is holding so closely does make it a bit easier to trade, but that'll break at some point as well. Okay, uh, so what happens when it does? Uh, what's the framework we're using here to think about kind of what ranges might be in play? Like, I don't, I don't know, I don't see a lot below here. We haven't been below, uh, yeah. you know, I guess 17 that weekend, but at least on the yep. futures chart, right? That was on just a blip, so it didn't show up. Exactly, so, so 17.3, is around that number there. That is what a lot of people are saying they're looking for right now. If we break that, Oliver, 13,000 is absolutely in sight. No question about it. Um, th this is absolutely a sell-first environment now. So if you start to see Bitcoin rally back above 20 or so, you're going to see a lot of shorts coming into the marketplace. But as of right now, there's still positive funding, which means the, the longs are... are you know, still getting their, their chops in here. Um, but you're right, there's not a lot here to the downside. It's been quite a while. Um, but, you know, you talk to people on the street, you talk to some of the, you know, so-called experts out there, and that 17.3 number or so that we didn't see on the chart, but it did hit, that's the next number in play. Wow, so you're thinking that this is uh, really a volatile moment we're approaching where uh, if we get back above 20, it turns out we're not making that big break lower, then people are going to have to scramble, and then we get a nice little pop, uh, potentially. Absolutely. Because, you know, listen, we're, we're down 5% in a day. That, that That's a huge move. But we're still, you know, if you break it out into a longer trend here, save for the, the crash down to 17.3 and the, the day or two that we popped up to, was it 24,000 or so? We really have been in this range of, you know, 19 to 22. Not We haven't spent many many days much time outside of that range for the longest time and you know it's it's due it's due to break one way or the other here uh futures um the blockchain uh etf i mean what's your your preferred way to go about uh trading it uh, uh scott uh, what, what do you like 
I, I think futures are, are, are a decent way. There, there's also options you can trade, you know, through the CME. Um, there's the mini futures, which are fantastic. I, I should, not minis, the micro futures, both in Bitcoin and ETH and Ethereum. And I think CME actually rolled out um, some futures that are tied to the euro also. Not, not that, you know, I'm going there yet, but uh, they're very liquid. It's a, it's a very liquid market. So uh, those micros are, are a pretty easy way to get in and out. Well, I got you, Scott. We got a couple minutes here. Um, just thinking about this week, because we're already off to kind of a rough footing. We've seen a lot of stuff uh, just get cleaned out the last couple of weeks that looked yep. like maybe it was on its way back to try and retest highs, a stock like Apple, the big tech uh, trade that turned around. And then you've got companies in that like super high growth category that were making lows basically all along. What do you see from your community traders? What's the Prosper Room super interested in? Like, what is the focus here? You know what, the big names like a Tesla and Amazon who, who are coming up to some big areas of support, uh, even an Apple, but, but I think most people are on the sidelines until after the event tomorrow. Those are the names that I'm seeing people gravitate towards. It's back towards the, the big names, mm. not some of the individual names, those high flyers that we had seen for the longest time. But you know what's interesting, Oliver, is overall more macro. Uh, you, you're not seeing volatility really you know, out of the box here. The VIX can't break out. Uh, you're, you're seeing overall put call ratio, put call volume, pretty much in line where we have been. And then one thing I look at real closely is the SKU index, the SKEW from the CBOE, which kind of shows you those outlier moves or the black swan event, how people are, are you know, preparing for that. And that's, that, that's normal as well. So from the trading, the retail community, there's not a lot of panic out there right now at all. Okay. All right. Uh, thanks for that insight. Uh, any thoughts on what the big event is this week? We got like no real giant earnings. Uh, not a big slate of economic data. Or do we just drift here or what? I think we drift. I, you know, I think the Apple thing is going to be whatever it is. And, but you do have a lot of Fed speak this week. You've got a lot of the governors speaking, and you certainly have Powell on Thursday. Now, they're not going to tip their hand before, you know, they're, they're two weeks out from, from the Fed meeting. But I think, you know, everyone is going to be focused on every last word that they all say, that they all talk about. All right. Thanks a lot, Scott, as always. Appreciate it. Thanks, Oliver.